Hello, and welcome to the Astrology Witch Podcast. I'm your host, Tiana, and today we will be discussing the 10th house in astrology. If you can hear the rain in the background, it is raining quite aggressively. (laughs) So, sorry about it, but for now, this is the recording situation that I'm going to deal with. So, hopefully it's not too distracting. Okay, so we're reaching the end like the last few episodes of the astrology house series but i'm going to keep repeating this (laughs) i want to express before we get into it that it is important to note that all natal chart placements are interpreted by various astrologers differently and that's why so many astrologers define different placements differently and there are actually many different styles of astrology different traditions and also different house systems which can vastly shift a person's chart and how you interpret placements. Uh, I also think it's important to listen to these different interpretations so that you can see which resonates more with you and get a better well-rounded idea of what indicated uh, for each placement in your chart. And also so you can understand that there are many different ways to interpret a placement, uh, not just one. Finally, keep in mind that the 10th house is only one area of your chart And without considering many other placements alongside aspects, it simply represents a small piece of the wider vision that makes up your life. So let's get started. This is actually a really exciting episode because the 10th house represents a huge portion of a person's life. And in astrology, the 10th house is an angular house. It's one of the three earthly houses in astrology which rule over material earthly matters. So the things that we actually approach and deal with in reality, not something spiritual, not something internal. Uh, It's commonly known as the house of career, the house of ambition, the house of achievement, the house of social status, and is natively ruled by the cardinal earth sign of Capricorn and the planet Saturn. And, you know, it's funny because a lot of people are always kind of like trashing on Saturn, but Saturn actually in a lot of ways can bring a lot of depth and fulfillment to our lives even if 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 it's after much striving right Um, this is the house in particular where we leave a legacy and where we provide for our families some keywords for the 10th house include professional opportunities career success honors and career awards ambition public image long-term goals structures authority figures, father figures, men and masculinity, boundaries, tenacity, legacies, competition, uh, also like the desire to be number one in something or to be the best in what you do, Uh, tradition and family, especially when it comes to providing for or building something for your family. The cusp of the 10th house is called the midheaven um, or the MC or the medium coli. And I've already done an episode on Midheaven Signs, so definitely check that out after you're done listening to this episode and combine the two to try to get like a better idea of what your career life might potentially look like. Um, So the Midheaven, the MC, or the Medium Coli, it often describes what types of professions a person might seek out. However, the 10th house is generally about a person's career life and their reputation or their appearance to coworkers, colleagues, the industry they're in, or society at large. 
And it's a person's standing and reputation in the public sphere and their accomplishments as well. If we combine the midheaven and the 10th house, we gain a broader view of a person's career trajectory. And if we examine the 11th house, we can see perceived outcomes or desired results based on the efforts being put forth in the 10th house. So you can kind of start to see like how and why our natal charts are kind of in a wheel and how everything is cyclical and how one house kind of feeds into another. Okay, so the zodiac sign at the cusp of the 10th house, aka your midheaven sign, and any planets placed within the 10th house will be indicators of an individual's occupation. This is not to be confused with jobs that we hold because those are going to be usually in the 6th house. The 10th house rules over your career calling, like your dream job, the work which helps you fully actualize yourself and your life. And it reigns over our conscious efforts towards achieving the things we love and the things we're deeply invested in. The 10th house encompasses our contributions to society through our personal efforts in achieving what we're meant to accomplish in a material sense during this life. For those with planets in both the 6th and 10th houses, the 6th house might describe early occupations, while the 10th house is what we dedicate a significant amount of time, effort, and investment towards achieving. So because Saturn natively rules the 10th house, what is accomplished here will take time to discover, especially when it comes to discovering what we truly love to do in life, and the 10th house creates essential conditions where we can accomplish what we set out to do. And in time, the power of our accumulated skills and career bring us more independence when it comes to our vocation and calling. The 10th house rules over your career, not to be confused with work, which is found in the 6th house. So our public reputation is here, our status or position in society, and also sometimes our what people would consider our destiny in this material world is found in the 10th house. It reigns over the area of life where we attain our social reputation in groups or society as a whole. And, you know, what authority does our status give us? Will we achieve fame of some kind? What business or social activities do we participate in? The 10th house will answer those questions. The 10th house focuses on how we view ourselves and our place in society through our personal efforts and accomplishments, and also how others perceive us, especially the people that don't know us that well. In the 10th house, we work toward manifesting our highest selves in a material sense. Career is very important in the 10th house because it defines our role and how we rise to the challenges there. How much do we desire to accomplish in regards to our professional goals? Or, you know, not desire to. <laughs> or how much is bearing down on us versus how much is boosting us up, right? Ambition, motivation, career, employers, and the rules or authority of our main industry or organizations, especially government, fall in the 10th house. Along with that, there may be ways in which we have authority over others, and that sometimes falls here in the 10th house, but other times it might show up in the 6th house too, because the 6th house rules over things like employees, so that can relate to how we relate to our subordinates. Uh, the 10th house can describe our prestige, or our lack of prestige, <laughs> that we gain through our career and vocational efforts. How we manage the gifts given in the 10th house and the status gained from them might all be described here. Will we use our power to inflate our own egos? Will we help others and improve society? Or will we be reckless and fickle? All of this can be indicated here in the 10th house. After all, not everyone's cut out for large-scale success, 
or desires to help society at large. Much success is often experienced through help from society, and we don't achieve greatness by doing everything on our own. Our relationship to groups and society broadly will be highlighted in the 10th house with our long-term outcomes, landing in the the 11th house of friendship, uh, which is also the house of hopes, wishes, and dreams and outcomes. Uh, And we'll talk about that in the next episode. (laughs) If we hope to improve things and make an impact where we maximize our desired outcomes, we must be invested in our personal efforts. Our resolve to change things is essential, and by harnessing that drive, we might achieve social status and success, which truly brings us fulfillment. So the 10th house isn't just the work we do to make money. It's not even always how we make money. It's the impact our efforts bring, it's the impact of our efforts that comes to fruition through the effect we have on society, if that makes sense. So it's it, it can be your career, obviously, but for some people, it can be the impact you leave on your family as like a homemaker. It can be the, impi- the impact you, you leave on your family by creating a family business. It's not always like fame or your job or, or career, I guess. Those things can actually fall in other houses. Um, and looking at all the money houses and all the legacy houses can give you a better full picture. So don't just think you can look in the 10th house and like find all the things about career and money. It's not necessarily going to all add up. You'd have to look in different places. So if we hope to improve things and make an impact where we maximize our desired outcomes, we must be invested in our personal efforts. Our desire to change things is essential, and by harnessing that drive, we might achieve social status and success, which truly brings us fulfillment. So I'm reading this again just um, as one of my notes. So the thing is that it's, it's not just a job. It's something we're truly invested in, something that truly means something to us. Otherwise, we wouldn't do it. We wouldn't put the efforts in because Saturn here, natively ruling the 10th, will challenge us in some way. Um, you know, furthermore, the 10th house rules over our contributions to society, power, influence, and our most dominant parental figure. So the 10th house rules over the father or the most dominant or authoritarian parent. Um, It can indicate relationships between individuals who hold authority over us. And for some people, that's our parents or our father uh, or for our mother, especially if you have the moon here or... um, if like you can look at the different houses, for example, the fourth house is our house of home and traditionally represents our mother or less dominant parent, like the more nurturing parental figure with whom we have a close bond, while the 10th house is the inverse opposite of the fourth house and represents traditionally the father figure or more dominant parental figure in your life, the person who might've been more distant, who was the leader of the family unit, who made choices for the family or was somebody you both respected, dreaded and feared. (laughs) So if you can think of your two parents, then think of which one is the more nurturing parent and possibly the one you have a closer bond with. That person might land in the fourth house of your chart, whereas the more distant parent or the um, more leading parent, the like stern parent will more likely be landing in the 10th. Okay, so speaking of authority figures, 
The 10th house rules over law, politics, and government and can indicate how you're treated by these entities and your feelings toward them as well. So if you have like a good relationship with law enforcement or a good overview of politics and the government, then there might be, you know, benefic placements here otherwise. If not, then there might be more difficult placements there. The 10th house rules your reputation. It's here where we develop a mindfulness about how we appear to society and the general population, and it represent, represents the feelings of others who watch us and how we might be remembered when we're gone, and all that's left is our legacy. Those with many planets in the 10th might have a massive effect on others after their death. So when personal planets are conjunct the midheaven, there might be particular acclaim with somebody's work. And if those planets are benefic, they'll be remembered positively. If malefic, then there will be a need to be taken care that they are not remembered negatively by others. After all, the world often remembers us for our achievements and judges us in equal measure. Weirdly enough, the 10th house and Saturn rule over the bones, skin, and teeth as well. Um, and these are the things that are actually in charge of holding the structure of our body together. So they keep our organs in place and help us break down food matter so that we can nourish ourselves and stay alive. <laughs> and, you know, it kind of mirrors the function of the 10th house in our life on a broader scale and micro macro, if uh, that makes sense to you. There is structure and rigidity when it comes to the 10th house because this is the area of life where we learn to become mature, to take responsibility, and create lasting security through discipline and hard work, boundaries, and focus on achieving our goals without distraction. The 10th house is the last of the four angular houses alongside the first, the fourth, and the seventh houses. So these houses start each of the four quadrants of the zodiac wheel on a person's chart, which help to give us courage to initiate in one way or another. In the first house, we're initiating ourselves. You know, we establish our identities, our physical appearance, and our vibe or impression upon meeting others. And in the fourth house, we establish a foundation where we can spring off from and create or manifest things in the world. And in the seventh house, we build the foundation and approach for our relationships with others. And in the 10th, we take action by establishing ourselves in the professional world through our expert skills and leadership. The 10th house rules over positions of authority. The first degrees of this cusp are generally about your own career and the course you might follow to get there, as well as the fame you might gain from it. The last few degrees of the 10th house, which border the cusp of the 11th house, are the ones that rule over governmental work, especially those within politics and positions of power. They might also represent a person's entry into the world of authority. The later degrees mark a strong impact on your career from your network of powerful people who come to your aid here, especially because it's sort of leaning on the 11th house, which is a house of friendship, and that can indicate that you have friends in your corner, a network that you can tap into. People will help you get to positions of influence. When planets are placed in this area of the natal chart, the likelihood that you become a marked expert or leader in your field is very high. So the 10th house also rules over your influence on others. Will you inspire others or serve as a guidance for them with your impact on your particular industry? 
It includes the legacy you leave behind, but also how important your efforts are to your supporters. There's a great measure of potential encompassed in the 10th house, but through influencing others, especially on a larger scale, your impact might be maximized in a shorter span of time and allow you to make lasting change through the people you teach or influence. You know, we only have one life, but there are many people that we remember long after they are gone because it is through their impact or their influence that we still think about these people and their impact is still felt even though they've been long dead. Uh, you know, and not in this world anymore. <laughs> um, our 10th house works remain long after we're gone, and it's through the 10th house that we contribute to our next lives. However, care must be taken because Saturn rewards those who check their ego at the door. But if you use your power and authority over others and cause harm, inconveniences or worse might befall you. So there's sort of like a blessing here in the 10th house when it comes to this life and the next where the things that we do in this life will sort of set the stage for what we receive in next life in our next life especially when it comes to power and authority and how it could potentially be used against us uh, so obviously I'm not gonna go too deeply into each sign or planet but here's a quick breakdown of what each sign and planet could indicate in the 10th house. So if you have Mars in the 10th, this placement indicates both creativity and productivity where the person is sort of blessed with a deep well of never ending inspiration and drive that they use to propel themselves to incredible heights of achievement. And they certainly won't rest until they accomplish whatever it is that they've set their sights on. These people might be like just workaholics until they get it done, whatever it is that they're trying to achieve. If you have Venus in the 10th house, this placement considers relationships to be a deep investment. And they're looking for partners who want to build stable abundance with them. This can make their requirements for romance and friendship quite lengthy and their expectations quite high. If you have Mercury in the 10th, this placement indicates a professional approach to communications and, and a direct, sharp focus where their goals are concerned. It's possible they might at times come off brash, harsh, or dismissive, so there needs to be a care taken here, especially when it comes to words to the public or um, how they're communicating with the public. The moon in the 10th, this placement indicates a person who's only interested in long-term success when it comes to their involvement with people. They likely gain a lot of emotional stability and comfort and fulfillment through their relationships, and they won't invest the time and effort unless they think it's going to go well. If you have the sun in the 10th, this placement indicates a person who sees life as a kind of difficult trial, and the, only, the ultimate reward here comes only through suffering, sacrifice, and basically your blood, sweat, and tears. So these people do whatever it takes to get where they wanna go, and their achievements and friends are the proof of the hard work, loyalty, and dedication that they have put forth here. If you have Jupiter in the 10th, this placement indicates someone who's naturally competitive and possibly uncompromising, but there is a need to find social graces in their losses in order to progress with others. There's a need to cultivate humility and grace while learning to release worry and perfectionism as well. If you have Saturn in the 10th, this is the natural placement and it brings a person's family into the foreground when it comes to achievements. So it's gonna be vital for them to be near their family or loved ones in any of their ventures. And they might wanna be like 
this is the person that wants to open a family business or partner with their family members to bring their ideas to life. If you have Uranus in the 10th, this placement indicates a person who rebels against the system or conventional standards when it comes to career. They might find dissatisfaction if they compromise their values for money, for example, and for that reason, they may find themselves better off finding unique ways to define success on their own terms and achieve uh, an achievement on their own terms. This is someone that's like rebelling against the conventional flow or the conventional order and for that reason they need to go their own way. Okay, so if you have Neptune in the 10th, this placement indicates healing through profession that occurs only when these people stop looking for outside validation from other people. There is a need to surround themselves with sincere supporters and loved ones who help them stay purpose-driven when all these people want to do is like run away or self-sabotage or when they can't clearly see the end of the road for themselves. Um, especially because they tend to receive well-deserved success and accomplishments, but they themselves might not see it very clearly. If you have Pluto in the 10th, this placement brings a person that is often ruthless, uh, especially when it comes to success. And these people might be like revenge-seeking if they don't get what they want, but they're better off redefining success as a collective gain, even shared or familial victory with others, especially loved ones, rather than like an individual success. Okay, let's go through the signs. So if you have Aries in the 10th, there might be a natural need here to focus on material gain and career goals, as Mars in the 10th is super productive and inspired. This is the placement where we find innovators, trailblazers of industry, and those who bring something new to their chosen field or industry. There might be a tendency to think you're unworthy or unfit for greatness here. However, so many people with this placement are required to cultivate their courage and optimism to reach their professional aspirations and feel joy at their achievements as well. If you have Taurus in the 10th, a person's goal in life here will be physical, sensual, and usually involves work with their hands because Taurus is such a like tactile, natural sign. There might be a search for sexual pleasure or healthy routines. And these people might have a tendency toward indulgence, whether it's like food, spending, or just leisure, like laziness. However, financial success and careers related to money are definitely promising. And whether the calling is something like banking, finance related, beauty, art, cooking, or some other area, these people must seek out a purpose which truly sparks joy. So they have the drive to follow through. If it's not something that brings them pleasure, then they just simply won't have the ambition there. If you have Gemini in the 10th, these people like to talk and for others to hang on their words. They want to share their views with the world and let information define their social status. There might be issues with gossip or nicknames surrounding these people until they really reveal their true selves to the world. These people might need to learn to be more carefree, to find depth and balance between action and compassion. They're masterful when it comes to manifestation, however, and if they build up a beautiful image of what lies within them and project it out to the world, it will simply come alive and grant them an amazing, so amazing social network and opportunities for them and everyone surrounding them. Okay, if you have cancer in the 10th, these people will want to recreate the family dynamics which they grew up with. They'll weave together professional and emotional matters here where they might inherit a family business or start one which in integrates their family. 
And if not, they might be full-time caretakers to family members, such as stay-at-home parents. Or, And the goal here is to nurture their children and create that perfect family image they're craving so much. And this could be a great placement for those who want to work from home or start a business venture with their parents, especially the father. Um, these people need to learn compassion, forgiveness, and love, despite the fact that they might be more driven to find a meaningful career in their earlier years. Um, they'll want to hold on to tradition, but they need to discover their own individuality and follow their emotions to actualize their potential. If you have Leo in the 10th, these people will want to be in positions of power, even if they're only the regional manager of a retail store. They have a tendency to desire positions of authority and present themselves as dominant, strong, or the person in charge. And if the positioning is positive, these people will be confident, successful, and able to bring goals to uh, fruition. If not, they might have challenges where their family stands in the way of their success or cause other problems for them. Their parents might be a strong pillar of support. Otherwise, if not, they might burden them with debts or other conflicts. This position brings strong material, uh, strong personal magnetism, and a person who's equipped to succeed and enjoy the material achievements no matter what. So they are pretty unstoppable because Leo or the Sun in the 10th is just like, you have the drive to shine here, uh, but there's a challenge, right? And that's, that's simply the 10th house broadly, but obviously um, with the Sun here, it's just going to be like a little bit more grinding. Okay, if you have Virgo in the 10th, these people might be too perfectionistic to aim high enough for the positions they're truly born to inhabit. They're, so for Virgo in the 10th, self-judgment is the downfall. So you need to be careful not to uh, prevent yourself from making any progress by getting bogged down in the details and needing everything to be perfect before you push forward into manifesting whatever it is that you're trying to create here. Um, if you're not careful, this position can end up buried in busy work, working for others, um, and just being like a worker bee. So these people will be driven to write or anything in the communication arts, such as journalism, authors, etc. Uh, and if not, then keep in mind that <laughs> perfectionism is simply something that lands with Virgo 10th house people, and it's something to be released in order to truly find joy and fulfillment with career whatever that is and to not hold yourself back and hold yourself back from fulfilling and actualizing your potential because of these tendencies okay if you have libra in the 10th these people search for professional success and partnerships other people will define the destination this person uh will choose which can kind of be different and difficult it's it's like if their son is not strongly placed, then it's somebody else making a decision of what you should pursue um, and which you will likely end up pursuing for the sake of the partnership. The sign often indicates a search for marriage or a search for the soulmate or another person to define their efforts in life. And in time, these people build a strong foundation for balance between personal and professional lives. So there can sometimes be an imbalance here where the person is simply searching for the love of their life and like not even thinking about career or only thinking about career and not even thinking about the love of their life and in time they learn to balance the two they often do well in politics law mediation counseling or simply finding their one true love okay 
if you and obviously you know these things are going to be affected by whatever is in your other houses and what planets you have in all the areas of your life so don't take this as like hard and fast rule if you have no interest in politics and you have Libra 10th house okay if you have Scorpio in the 10th house the main goal for this placement should be to seek out emotional depth in whatever you do these people might obsess over professional goals and they're incredibly strong-willed driven and attracted to whatever the purpose is for them they might need to work on a tendency to be overzealous or aggressive in their pursuits however and sexual satisfaction or careers in healing death work science psychology investigation or anything which requires a depth of discovery will often be great for these types of people okay if you have sagittarius in the 10th uh, these are people who focus on learning and progressing through life by working abroad or pursuing career aspirations far from their homes. So, or even like working with people who are not a part of the culture where they came from. Um, Sagittarius is that wanderlust sign. Um, so there might be a, ten a tendency to scatter their energy on too many things at once and kind of waste their potential while they're searching for meaning or purpose. Like this can be someone who doesn't know what their purpose is and they need to go look for it far and wide before they kind of figure it out um, but there is a tendency here to overthink to an extreme so in order to truly succeed um, these people need to find unity and oneness by allowing their need for meaning and distance to flow through them and their work so not feeling the need to search the world high and low literally and understand that they can search for that meaning internally and that you know their work and their purpose can give meaning to their life without them needing to go and look for it. If you have Capricorn in the 10th house, then this is landing in its native house here, um, and it has high aspirations and the drive to achieve. However, there might be an incredible weight of responsibility which exhausts these people and leads to poor choices. These people need to approach their goals by honing discipline and committing 100% into fully actualizing their potential here. Uh, and usually that's through hard work and dedication. If you have Aquarius in the 10th, these people are almost always unique, eccentric, different, or have some quality of strangeness. They might be outcasts who are destined to develop their own minds. Um, and there's a need to, to take care of daily routines in order to ground the power that these people have in reality and actualize their potential. So because Aquarius is an air sign, there's a need for pragmatism here. Um, through bravery and drive, these people can basically create whatever they want. And finally, if you have Pisces in the 10th house, those with Pisces in the 10th are a bit unclear. They might find their purpose or calling a bit hard to grasp or even quite changeable. So this is kind of similar to Neptune in the 10th. They, you know, they might have a talent that needs to be uncovered before their purpose or vessel for their spiritual message to the world is revealed. And often many artists, musicians, and painters have this placement. And these people form strong bonds with the world and all, their, all those in their professional sphere of influence. However, there's a need to slough off their own self-destructive habits or codependencies in order to truly find enlightenment and peace as addictions and toxicity are often associated with this placement. So um, these are the types of people that should avoid uh, addictions or like codependency of any kind um, and avoid coping mechanisms and find peace 
through their own creation and their connection to the collective. All right, so that is the 10th house. And it's actually a really incredible and impactful portion of a person's natal chart. Um, but if you want to gain the full picture, like I said, you really have to look at the entire person's chart, all the planets, all the aspects, and um, each person will definitely be different. So that's just something to keep in mind. You don't want to read these as like, you know, if you have Pisces in the 10th or, or Saturn in the 10th or whatever, like this is not a hard and fast law. You're going to need to compare them to other placements to get a full picture of what exactly is happening with the person's work life and career and like what will bring them fulfillment. So that is just a side note. All right. Um, if you want to learn more about how to spiritually heal and transform your life, then I would love to help you do that. And I have a new program called Embracing the Sacred Soul Blueprint. It's currently in its first run right now, so it's closed uh, for enrollment, but I'm still taking calls from people who are interested because I'll be reopening it in, I think, maybe like late February, early March, maybe mid-March at the latest. Um, so if you want to learn more about uh, spiritual healing and transforming your life using astrology and magic, book a call with me. Um, I will leave the link in the description and we can discuss more if we're a good fit to work together. And when the program reopens, I would love to uh, have a bunch of y'all on board because I think that you'll definitely get a lot from it. It's going really well in the first run. I'm really excited. So um, shoot me a message if you want to learn more about it or book a call with me and we can Zoom or voice chat or whatever works for you. <laughs> All right. Um, I would love to have you follow me and shoot me your thoughts on any of the episodes you've listened to, including this one. I am on Twitter at AstroWPodcast, on Instagram at Astrology Witch Podcast. I have a Facebook page called The Astrology Witch Podcast where I share all kinds of fun content and there's new stuff coming out every week. Um, and I also have a Facebook group now called Astrology Witches where we talk about the daily and weekly transits and how they're showing up in our lives. And I really am excited about that because I think it's interesting when we get to talk about astrology not just in a metaphorical sense but how's this actually showing up for you and being expressed in reality um, that's really exciting to me to discuss with other people so i'd love to see you over there and if you feel called to support me i have a patreon where i share all kinds of fun content including um spells and rituals and new and full moon reports complete with magical working recommendations and I also have path workings there for all the Sabbaths on the Wheel of the Year. If you are into uh, Wiccan, new neo-pagan, whatever you want to call it, um, holidays, then those are really helpful. And I started doing Zodiac path workings as well. And the first one for Aries comes out in March. So that would be this month. Uh, if it's not already out, then it should be out shortly. And then after that there'll be one out probably every six weeks so it's going to correspond to the zodiac season so it'll be one for aries taurus gemini and so on all the way through to pisces as we hit those seasons this year so i'm really excited to share those with you um if you feel called to support me on patreon then you'll gain access to that and 
so much content, including all kinds of things for magical timing and how to use the retrogrades in your magical practice, et cetera, et cetera. And also uh, I've shared major transits and all the major retrogrades and what to expect and how they might impact you over on Patreon. So if you're curious to check that out, I will leave the link below as well. And thanks again so much for listening. I really appreciate it. If that's all you do and you don't feel called to follow me or anything anywhere else, then just know that that is also much appreciated and that I really, really um, do appreciate it and it means a lot to me. So thank you. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope that it's given you a lot more information and insight into the 10th house and I will see you in the next episode. Thanks so much for listening and take care for now.